happy Thursday evening, everyone, and happy in a hot week here. I mean, it is Houston, but going from 30 degrees up to 75 degrees, it, it's you can get that pneumonia real quick in your head. And it's it not hot it, though. It's like it's not perfect. hot. It's like beautiful. It's like the one week of the whole year we have like beautiful weather, and then it goes to like scorching desert. You know, so no, Greg, don't jinx it. This is nice. Like seventy-five outside, real nice. Well, I guess I guess after getting body a little bit used to the thirty degrees for weeks and weeks, of course, mm -hmm. San Angelo being colder than it is here. Yeah. Body was a little bit adjusted to that. And then coming back, you have the humidity. It, it all adds up after that. But I'm doing better, I have to say. Had had a bit of bronchitis after San Angelo, but got 100% better. So ready to go through it. And then, of course, we had last week's show, which was fun, last Tuesday. Gave out two tickets, which we'll be doing again today. Just make sure. On the what? What are we going to give them out on, Greg? Go I ahead. called it the Wheel of Selection. There you right. go. But it's, not like, <laughs> it's the Wheel of Selection. That's the name of it. That's what we're going to call it from now on. It has to have like that whole thing. The Wheel of Selection. The Wheel of Selection. Like, I don't even know how you came up with that name, Greg, but you know, hey. we'll just. Just, Run I mean, with it. I mean, we're going to roll with it. We got to roll with it. Okay. I mean, it's a whole thing now, Greg, but it literally says will of the will of names. Like, you know, I don't know how you did that. I don't know. Name selection. I mean, it selects the name for you. Come on now. That's really overthinking it. That's a reach. You're reaching real hard there, but we'll, hey, go, we'll go with it. It works. <laughs> we'll it go works. with it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, let's see. And, of course, today we do have Fred Kill, who is Ocean Rising Comics, who created Queen Cobra. It's kind of hard to say queen when you're so used to the snake actually being King Cobra. So, I mean, that was a little bit of adjustment there. So, how, yeah. did, you come, how did you come up with this? So, the idea behind Queen Cobra came from a lot of things that were happening at the time of the pandemic when the pandemic was in full swing back in 2020. Um, at the time I was working a regular day job, uh, for a, uh, as quality assurance for a medical company and just out of nowhere out of the blue, I got into a circumstance where they had to lay everybody, lay everybody off. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? And since mm -hmm. I was very young, I was the obsessive doodler that knew how to draw all the everyone's favorite cartoon characters and comic book characters and so it led to me just being in a circumstance where people were trying to encourage me well Fred until you find another job why don't you go ahead and try and see if you can delve into comic books and create your own comic book and I did and so I that's where it came about in which I just had this illustration of this character Queen Cobra and uh, I took the time to base a story around it very nice. Yeah. So with all that, I mean, how would you get involved if somebody wanted to get involved with comic books? Because you did a lot of research in order to do this. How would you suggest them getting started? Um, what I suggest getting started is just trying to learn to just network with people, whether it's on uh, Facebook, Instagram, any form of social media in general. 
uh, and just make, making sure you can just be in the know of certain people that actually are in the uh, comic book community, uh, especially like right here where I am in Dallas, Texas. We have uh, quite a few people that are actual comic book artists and uh, comic book creators from Dallas, Texas, who sometimes they go off and they create their own material, and then other times they usually will get together and meet up and say, hey, let's try to see if we can collaborate and put together a, a comic book. And that's how I was able to work with a couple of artists uh, uh, and creators that uh, worked on this book called Fields of Fear, which was made by a couple of guys that are from Fort Worth, Texas. And the guy that did the lettering, uh, McLean McGuire, he's actually from Austin, Texas. So, Ooh. Yeah. Nice. And I'm kind of limited on these. I only have just two different covers. I have this main one, which was designed by uh, Ken Salinas, one I've been showing. And then there's this other one that's designed by uh, Danny Carroll. Uh -huh. This one's a little bit darker to see. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And then there was, there was a couple of others. Uh, there was another guy named Don Jason Hall. Uh, he's from Colorado, and he uh, he did another cover as well. Nice. Yeah. So, how did it kind of come about? Because I'm on your your website and on you know the mm -hmm. about, and it says that you know it it's now like four. You have four issues, but then it was saying that the Queen Cobra it has elements of supernatural, Greek, Roman mythology, uh, Judeo Christian uh, themes. So, how did you tie all of those together, and what kind of sparked the inspiration behind Queen Cobra, which I find that's much easier to say than King Cobra. I don't know. Just yeah. Me, so. <laughs> For some people, it's a lot easier to say Queen Cobra and others. It's like, I'm, I'm more used to saying, you know, King Cobra. Yeah. Um, but uh, just the, the way it came about was I just wanted to design a, an actual female protagonist and the, the inspiration from her came from, a lot of the female-oriented uh, characters of comic books from the early to mid-90s, like Witchblade, uh, The Darkness, a lot of the material that came out of uh, Top Cow and Image comic books from back in the early 90s. Um, but what I was trying to do was I said, okay, let me make sure I can have kind of like a female version of Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and try to see if I can figure out a way to have it to where I can take elements of Greek and Roman mythology uh, mm -hmm. involving this uh, uh, this actual monument called the Great Altar of Zeus, which at the time it used to be in the, in the lost city of Pergamon, which at one time used to be the thriving city of the Roman Empire, and it was the political capital of Asia Minor. And, uh, you know, during the time of World War II, it was brought to Berlin, Germany, but the foundation and everything involving what once stood of the uh, lost city of Pergamon, it was still standing there. And I said, okay, why don't we have it to where maybe there's an underground healing temple that's underneath the foundation of where the great altar of Zeus once stood. And that's where we have a group of people that are trying to see if they can lead an expedition to find out, okay, where, where's this healing temple? And, you know, let's see if we can find out uh, where this is and see if we can find some information that's been hidden for several thousands of years. Anyway, um, the main character, she, uh, Nancy Hurst, we have it to where she is in a circumstance where she comes into contact with people that are part of a secret society that are dedicated to the worship of Asclepios, the god of healing. Okay. And they have reason to believe if they have the ability to uh, cast a magic spell on Nancy, it will help resurrect the god of Asclepios and bring healing and prosperity to the world. 
but instead it actually puts her in a more of a position to where she is filled with anxiety and depression and anger and frustration. And she decides she wants to go out and take revenge on the people that did this to her. Okay. Nice. So from like inspiration to, you know, doing publication of your comic, what was the time frame like? I I work with authors and so I know that it's different when it comes to like comic books and stuff, and I don't have yeah. like the realm of diving into that. So I'm just I'm gonna pick your brain for a minute. But what okay. was the timeline like for you? Was it like six months or did this something that you worked on, you know, since twenty twenty? Kind of what was it like for you? Um, so from the from the concept all the way up to the publication of the very first issue, I would say it was probably somewhere between six or seven months. Wow. Uh, the reason being is because I was doing everything entirely by myself. I, at the time, I was still trying to get to know everyone in the comic book community, and so I didn't really have any connections of knowing, okay, who can I get to ink this, uh, this these panels and layouts, or who can I have to do the, the lettering and the balloons? Right. I didn't really have that many connections, so I was doing it all entirely myself. Nice. Okay. See, I feel like, and this is just me. Okay. So a background real quick on me. I've never written a book and I make stick figures look really bad. Okay. So it's, okay. Just a whole thing. but I feel like that, you know, the first issue that you did and you put all your time into it and you did all the illustrations and everything in it. I feel like to me, if I were to do that would be like, I don't know, like my, my proudest one. Cause it's like me, you know, I did all of that. And then, you know, all the other ones you built and have connections and all of that, but, you know, so what was that process like for you? Did you go to like a bunch of different comic cons to build your connections or, you know, what was that, that process like for you? Um, I was able to go to a couple of different shows and conventions that were taking place in parts of Dallas. And actually I was able to connect with these guys that worked on fields of fear. I actually had a chance to meet them in Ardmore, Oklahoma. They were doing a show called the Jim's Collectible Show, and uh, they were just promoting some of the work that they'd worked on, and I was able to actually bring my portfolio of some of my original uh, panel work uh, for the first issue of Queen Cobra. They looked at it, and they said, okay I, I, okay, I can see you got something here, and then that's when they, you know, they, they took the time to encourage me about finishing the first issue. Afterwards, they then said, okay, well, once you finish finish this one, we may be able to connect with you and actually get you involved with working on another book that we're doing uh, sometime later this summer, which was in the summer of 2020. And uh, anyway, I was able to just connect with them there. And uh, once they finished promoting their book, in the, I believe it was in July of 2020, they were promoting uh, Don't Pay the Ferryman issue number two through mm -hmm. Charter Comics. And... Uh, you know, after they were done, I started working on all the pencil work for Fields of Fear, and we were able to have it finished and ready to go and published by October of 2020. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I like it. A little networking, yeah. finishing up. Nice. Yeah. So what what kind of, you know, Comic-Cons do you go to, or do you go as like a vendor, or what, what kind of is your realm in, in Comic-Cons? Um, it just depends on what's available at the time. Uh, I'm still kind of in this position where I'm still trying to find my audience. Uh, there's a another artist I'm very good friends with. His name is William Russell. He also goes by the name The Angry Artist. And 
you know, he'd said at a con before, he said a lot of times you may go to a convention and find out that, that you're the only person selling comic books and you actually make quite a lot of money there. And a lot of times you make a lot of connections there. Right. Other times you may go to a much bigger con like Fan Expo Dallas or Fan Expo New Orleans and find out it's a bust simply because, you know, it just seems like a lot of times it's the walking dead of people <laughs> coming through the con that actually will not take the time to stop at your table. And then other mm -hmm. times too, you just, you just, you just don't know what you're going to run into. Uh, what had, what I had to do is just learn to accept the fact that a lot of times, you know, one, you have to be very, uh, you have to be very humble in your approach to go into cons. Uh, a lot of times you can go to a con and actually not make money, but at the same time, you actually do make connections with the people that are actually saying, Hey, I actually am a fan of your work and I'll definitely make sure that when I get a chance, I'll check out your website and go buy the other, other three issues. Now I noticed that uh, no, was it Hearst Comic Con that you went to, or Cowtown? Yes, uh, Cowtown Comic Con. Mm -hmm. That I've started seen... back in. Oh, I'm sorry, Greg. Go ahead. It was like two years ago that it started. If I'm correct, it hasn't been around that long. That that's correct. It started back in October of 2020, and at the time, that was when. I think almost the entire country was on full lockdown. We were the only convention that stayed open and it was quite shocking to see that there was that many people that were willing to come out to a convention to see a bunch of known name comic book, comic book artists and creators and willing to take the time to support us and what we did. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, yeah, it started in 2020. Here we are right now in 2022. We just did one in January, and I believe they're going to do another con uh, second con in October of 2022 this year. Oh, and you'll be there for that one? I, I haven't decided yet. Uh, I do know that there are some other uh, uh, conventions that are happening that month. So I may, mm -hmm. you know, depending on how things go, uh, I certainly am on very good terms with all the guys that work at Cowtown, but I'm more than likely there's a good chance I may not be for this next one. I heard everybody that uh, is involved in Cowtown uh, really takes care of uh, all the artists and uh, vendors and everybody. Everybody was really excited and, and happy with everything. Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's times where um, Chris Hayes and McLean McGuire and the entire staff that they have that will take the time to make sure they can check up on everybody and, you know, find out, okay, are you okay? Do you need someone to watch over your table? Is there something that we need to do? I mean, should we make an announcement to bring more people to your table? Uh, they do a lot of stuff to make sure they can accommodate us to make like, sure that we feel as comfortable as we can. Uh, that when goes we go a long way. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's time for stupid Amy question, and it's kind of, I know, I know there's a time, okay? Anyways, um, where is this con located? Hearst. Uh, it's at the Hearst Conference Center. Just outside of Dallas, just okay, a little bit north, 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 it's, uh, north, east. Okay, thank you. See, geography, you guys, is not my strong suit, and I've lived in Texas my life, and there's still cities I don't know, okay? Like, there's still cities I don't know, so. Well, it's well, okay. It's okay. Places, uh, uh, one correction I wanted to make is that it's, it's kind, of in the, kind of in the northwest section of Dallas, Texas. It's kind of on the way towards Fort Worth. Okay. Oh, okay. it was the opposite side. I don't know why. It's not far from me, though. Oh, no, no, nice. you're... 
You're halfway I'm between. I'm in the middle of everything. I'm halfway to Austin, halfway to Houston, and halfway to Dallas. I mean, what better place to live than in the boonies? Because you know? I'm right here in between everything. I should just be this the, what is it, the checkpoint for everyone that visits. I should be the checkpoint, right? Like I told Greg when he went to San Angelo, I was like, hey, I can't, you know, I can promise you a clean bathroom and coffee if, you know, you want to stop by my house on the way, you know, a little pit stop. There you go, pit stop. That's what I should be because I'm literally just in between everything. I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah, and I went to my first Bucky's. You're like the the Bucky's. Yeah, I'm telling you. A nice homey vibe, you know, clean bathroom. I'll have food and coffee. We're good. I'll have Utopia as creamer. We are good. You're all set and ready to go. Right? And all your your kids would be the entertainment, you know? Yeah. I mean, you get a show with clean bathroom, coffee, and food. Yes. Why not? I listen to a little bit of Encanto while you're there. Oh, yes, and you got to do something. Okay? We're going to we're going to dance, and we're going to put on, we don't talk about Bruno, and that's the don't whole thing. Don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, it's the whole thing, okay? Like, we're just going to, we're going to get down with it. Yes. That's, that's the requirement before you leave. You have to dance to that song. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe I'm not the best pit stop for you. I don't know. <laughs> Nice. Uh, I, like I think I'll take my well, chances at the other places. Rude. That's straight up rude. Straight up. I don't know if we're friends. Like, you don't want to see I me quit. dance. I quit. I quit. <laughs> to be honest, I'm actually a very good dancer, mostly to country music. What? So you do like the two steps or you, or you do like line dancing? Uh, I, can, I can do both. I can do two-stepping, but I also do know how to do line dancing as well. Okay. See, I'm a line dancer. I'll do those. If any event I go to and they're playing line dancing music or something, I'm there. But if you have okay. me, you know, at any other one, I, I go and sit down and enjoy cake and, uh, and a drink. Because yeah. that's okay. not around. Yeah. Not, I have rhythm at home for myself, and I don't think anyone else needs to see that. You know, it's so... <laughs> the thing it's just a a whole a whole thing so how have you only been to comic cons around the dallas area or have you kind of branched out and gone deeper into texas i guess um i have ventured out of okay (laughs) yeah so i have definitely ventured out of uh of the dallas area i've been to areas in uh, houston austin uh, I have ventured out into Oklahoma City and Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, okay. I'm actually going to be heading out to, uh, I believe it's uh, what's that one city, uh, Greenville, Texas, which is about an hour east of Dallas. I'm going to be heading there, uh, I believe it's on March the 19th, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I've definitely ventured out into other places. But, I mean, I think the way things are going right now, and just because funds are so tight at the moment, uh, I think all of us can easily uh, try to say, okay, well, let me make sure I know the limitations I have and making sure I just don't go all over the place because I want to make sure I can at least have enough money to make sure I can get back home too. Oh, yes. You know, that's a that's a whole that's thing, a- you know, and that's, that's part of the gamble. Now, when I go to Comic-Cons, Greg is way more experienced than me and so is Elle. When it comes to Comic-Cons, I'm still like the, the fresh blood, I guess, is a poor way of saying it. 
Because I just go and dress up and hang out with the people. But I do know that it's like a gamble because you invest money into your table and then you bring everything and have it all set up and stuff. And, you know, it's kind of one of those that sometimes you'll make your table back and sometimes you just have to see it as I met some cool people and I'm leaving yeah, broker than exactly. I came. So I totally understand that. And I think, I don't know, for me, that's, uh, it's like the Comic-Con gamble, I guess, is much funner than going to like Vegas and hoping you win on a slot machine, you know? Yeah. So I find it more fun in that sense. But like I said, I just go and dress up. Like I was Captain Marvel and um, Fighter Gwen this last time. I don't even know what I'm going to do this year. Oh, Lord. I don't know. I was going to do Power Rangers, but I don't, I don't know now. But I've never gone from a vendor standpoint. So Okay. Yeah. Going back, going back to what you were saying too, Amy. I mean, that's definitely a very good point too. Is that a lot of times, I mean, you may not know exactly what you're going to make when you go do a convention, especially if it's a two or three day con. But mm -hmm. if you go with the mindset of I'm going to go out there and have fun and I'm enjoying what I'm doing, then really, it's that's really all that should matter to you. Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely like what matters to me. Yeah, I mean, that's like I think the best headspace to go into, right? Because it's kind of one of those, you know, just from a business standpoint, you know, like if I, I don't, I don't know, like if I were to start going to farmer's markets because I sell candles, I don't know, I'm just throwing some out there. Then it's kind of one of those, you're just kind of firing from the hip and you're just putting yourself out there. And the more that you become known, and Greg has said this the whole time. And at first I kind of just was like, yeah, okay, whatever, Greg, you know, this whole thing. But it is really true. Like Greg actually knows some stuff. We can kind of listen to Greg. Um, but like, the, more, the more that you go, the more that people know you. And then it feels like the more you kind of get out of it. And so I would say like your hardest like year or whatever of con going or being a vendor at cons is your first year because you're brand new to that con and the people that are there and everything like that, which kudos to you people that go out and go to new comic cons like all the time and you like travel and road trip it. Like I can't do with meeting that many one people just in general, it's too peoply in the world for me. And you know, having to be new that many times is not, it's not my strong suit. Like I can do this all day, but having to like touch people and talk to them is like, no, I'm good. I, mean, I was doing that before the pandemic. Like I was online before the pandemic, so I got used to not dealing with people. <laughs> maybe this is why. Maybe yeah. I just this is why I don't like people. Like I think this is why. And whatever, it works for I me. Actually, I actually have my first out of state con coming up in a month. Ooh, where are you going? Lake nice. Charles. Oh, oh wow, very nice. I forgot. I'm sorry. So. My bad. I don't consider that out of the oh. state. I don't know why. It's kind of the yeah. same. Like, I don't consider Mexico out of the country because it's like our neighbor and it's the same climate, you know? Like, I'm, trust me, I have, I have to get Louisiana taxes. So it's out of I, state. I, I know it is, but you know, it's just like, just a hop, skip, and a jump across, you know? It ain't like a big, you know, we ain't going like deep in it, but okay. I get it. Well, there's a few other ones that I wouldn't mind going to, but it's just. I don't think I could do the travel right now. Like, are you going to go to Dragon Con? Either one of you, Fred, Greg. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I haven't signed up for it as of yet. But uh, you know, there may be a chance. I mean, I, I know there's still time to sign up for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
I just discovered it. That's why I'm asking. I just discovered it, and I was just like, oh, okay, this sounds like a cool one. So that's why I'm late. I told you, Fred, I'm late to the game, okay? I am the newbie here that's really not qualified to be on the show. Like I told you, I just bring the comedic relief because I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about this. I'm just funny. I don't know. Yeah. Truth, truth be told, you actually bring a proper balance <laughs> to the show. Yeah. Yeah. That is such a nice way to word it yeah. to make you feel important, Fred. That was so nice. Thank you. Uh, nice Belle, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to have a balance there. It's kind of like a wave. It's a big wave, you know? But hey, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take I've it. I've considered Arkansas. I've considered A balance between, a balance between serious and, and laughter and more laughter. <laughs> <laughs> between serious and drunkenness, okay? Like, I feel like I'm closer <laughs> to the drunkenness side, but we'll just say that I'm not. We'll just Google this. All right. We'll, like say, we'll say that you're not. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. But have you been to, I know you've gone to Oklahoma, I'm sure, for some of their conventions. What's the farthest you've gone for a convention? Um, the farthest I've gone is roughly about four and a half to almost five hours. And oh. that was for the Oklahoma City Collectors Convention. Ooh. And that was actually a pretty fun show. It was way, It did seem like it was a little bit further out there for me. But at the same time, uh, myself and one of my other colleagues, uh, Matthew Brown, was also signed up to go to this con. And. We went together as opposed to taking two separate cars and you know we both you know made sure that we got back home safely uh it did seem like it kind of died down a little bit on the second day for that sunday but uh, i mean it was fun it was a fun show were you uh, so were uh, were a lot of artists there at the, uh, um show? no uh there was probably maybe just oh two or three artists there was myself matthew brown and one of one other person uh it was very heavy on trying to bring in a lot of people that were mostly uh celebrity guests uh i recall they had a lot of actors that worked on dragon ball z and my hero academia and uh, mm -hmm. they just had just a handful of vendors that were just selling comic books and uh, movie memorabilia and that was about it yeah were they uh, pretty receptive of some of your uh, artwork and uh, you know, interacted with your, with you and the other uh, artists too. Sure, sure, absolutely. I mean, I mean, yeah. There were there were certain times where you did have people that just you know they just wanted to look and see what, what was around them. But at the same time, there was definitely a good reception of people that wanted to come and stop at my table, and that was where I had the ability to say, "Hey, how are you doing today?" And you know, taking the time to do my the best sales pitch I possibly could to keep them at my table. So yeah, there was definitely yeah. a good reception of people at that show. That's actually one of the hardest things to do is trying to keep them at your table or draw them in. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I see a lot of people that will walk by and they'll look and they'll stare and then they'll just keep yeah. on going. And it's like, I've, I've come to a point where they're starting to stare and it's like, no, nah, you come over here now. You, you've been staring too much. Oh, uh, see, I'm one of those people. And then when like you call me out, I get like all shy and embarrassed. And I'll be like, no, nah, I'm good. And then I won't go back to your table. Like, it's no. Mm -mm. I'm just one Well, that's there. why it. Yeah, I'm sorry, Amy. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's why it's so good to actually be an artist that that can take the time to actually start drawing while you're at your table. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times you will see me at a convention. I'll be, you know, drawing something like this, and that is enough to actually draw someone to my table, and they'll just be like looking over, like, and then that's when I'm like, "Hello, how are you doing today?" And then I mentioned to them I'm working on something. You know, if you have questions, let me know. By the way, I'm doing commissions right now. If you would like me to do a commission, here's my price list. Mm -hmm. 
see, yes, I do that. I am notorious for not understanding that people have bubbles, even though I have my own bubble, but I'm kind of just, I invade people's bubbles. Um, so I would be the one that's like over your shoulder, like, hey, what's that? What are we doing? Yeah, what's going exactly. on? Okay, how much can I commission you for? You know, yeah, I would be the one person that you'd be like, oh, thank Jesus, this lady's gone. That would be me. Yeah. It's yeah. True. I mean, it's just a true statement. I say that about myself mm -hmm. sometimes. So I get it. I understand. Yeah, so have you ever cool. have you ever been to like Comic Palooza or anything like that, or do you stick like Dallas and up? Uh, mostly Dallas and up. I haven't been to Comic Palooza as of yet. Okay. I'm not saying that I would. I'm not saying I would never do that. I'm just. I'm right now just trying to just be very mindful of the fact that I'm still new to the industry. I'm still trying to learn. Okay, which cons actually are worth signing up for, and which ones you just need to pass on. And then just trying to understand too. It's like okay, yeah, let me make sure I know what I'm, what my capabilities are at this point in time, and then maybe sometime later on down the road down the road is when I'll be able to probably do something like Comic Palooza. Mm, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I've only got one. You, uh, firsthand, uh, Fred, you're extremely talented and uh, your work is absolutely amazing. And uh, I well, thank you. No firsthand from your uh, commissions that, uh, that you've done for me. Ooh. Well, definitely, and thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I feel like a truth bomb just like went off. Like, yes, yeah. okay, okay. Oh yeah, uh -huh. is extremely talented, and is uh is very visionary. He comes up with uh, concepts, and, uh, and of course, all of his uh, you know uh, uh, Cobra stuff. I mean, all the storyboards and and, uh, and all of the, the storylines. And uh, you know the different different levels that he takes it. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. Well, thank it. you, Randy. I really appreciate that. Thank you. So, what what's next on you for you? Is it going to be another Queen Cobra? Is it going to be another one of the other ones you were talking about earlier? Or? Yeah. Yeah, so I do have uh, a few projects in the works, and there's a few that I've already finished up on that just have not been released as of yet. So I do have a cover for a comic book series called The Whack Jobs, and that's done by a gentleman from Arlington, Texas. His name is Mike Childress. Um, and I actually did a variant cover for him for his next issue of uh, The Whack Jobs. It's supposed to come out later this summer. Uh, he's wanting to also do another cover for another book he's doing called The Fearless One, which probably will not be released until later this year. And uh, I believe it's in March, uh, March 18th, I had, I did my first ever uh, album cover for a group of hip-hop uh, rap artists called uh, C4 Explosive and Optimus 7. Uh, they wanted me to, they wanted to commission me to do an album cover that is uh, for a album that they did called uh dead uh, what is it called uh dead to the world life of the party and oh. i took the time to do the artwork for them and i believe they said it's going to be released on itunes and a few other platforms later uh i think it's uh, march 18th is when it's going to be released very nice wow that's cool yeah let me see here i think i may let me take a look here i may still have the original art let me take a look and see I can imagine a lot of artists do get excited about doing covers for books, but doing a cover for a band, I think that would be 
kind of one of the ultimates. I kind of think that's cooler. I'm not going to sell I lie. I think I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think it's cooler than doing a cover for a book. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not going to sugarcoat it. Like, that's just like, that's legit. I feel like then you know you've made it when you're making album covers. You know, I don't, maybe that's me. But that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. But definitely, I think the album cover would be the ultimate. Wouldn't it? I wish I could draw. I told you, I make stick figures look bad. Like, mm, I mean, you can't right here look better than my stick finger figures. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I make them look bad. You can't tell they're stick figures. And then, like, when I put the hair to make it a woman, it don't. It's like, you know, I just do, like, her head and then, like, two straight lines down. And, it, and I'm telling you, just, you know, I can't draw. Like, if, you know, it was, like... The earth exploded or I had to draw, it's kind of like we're all going to die. Like, it, you know, it's, <laughs> mm, I can't, I just can't do it. It's, no, it's not, it you was not draw, a gift. You could draw, we're all going to die. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, if I, if I could draw, we would all live, but I can't. So, y'all just hope the world never depends on me, okay, you to draw. No. You do a special edition, uh, Queen Cobra, we're all going to die. <laughs> tell you what amy you 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 draw the script i'll i'll be willing to actually do the pencil work for you oh okay, okay. yeah there we go Super. there we go yes greg i can share this give me one second got it right it, here it was a transfer Oh, I'm sorry. I got it. There you go. Oh, there you go. Very nice. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Look at that. I like it. I like it. Well, thank you. <laughs> and that's one that's going to be out, in, you said, in a couple of weeks? Yes, on March 18th is when it's supposed to be released. Now, they haven't given me all the details as of yet about where it's going, what platforms it's going to be released on, but uh, I'm sure that once they get all the details ironed out, it'll, we'll be sending out you know, notices left and right saying it's going to be released on iTunes, on Spotify, and so on and so forth. No, like a lot it. of those platforms quite well. Yes, oh, Greg yeah. does. Mm -hmm. Yes. This, this is a true statement. Yes. So, <sighs> any upcoming conventions that people can go see you at, or? Yeah, definitely. So, so the next convention, uh, the first thing is I do have an in-store signing here in uh, uh, here in Dallas uh, this coming. Uh, I believe it's on March the eleventh. No, I'm sorry, March the twelfth. I'm doing a in-store signing at Sanctuary Books and Games, which is in Irving, Texas. Uh, I believe it's on March the 19th. I'm doing a show over in, uh, what's the name that I call it? LitCon 2022, uh, which is going to be in, uh, I'm sorry, my mind's drawing a blank right now. I'm sorry. Give me a second here. I've been there before several times. Yeah, remember he called the Will of Names Will of Selection. Will selection. Okay, I mean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah, I'm really sorry. My... But me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it says will of names. I'm not going to let you live it down. Do I see that? 
No, yes. I don't see that. You totally see that. Anyways, no, okay. I don't see I have, that. I have a problem. I have a problem, and I feel like you guys can help me out on my problem. Okay? Here's my issue. While we're, you know, figuring things out. My husband has decided to name my new puppy Bilbo. Okay? Now this... <laughs> I can't allow this because it sounds like too many different names, okay, or objects. And so I, I need, I need you guys to break the tie here, okay? Because there's Winston and Groot, which are my options, and then there's Frodo and Bilbo. Now Bilbo is off the table because it just—I took my dog to the vet today, and the lady did not find it funny okay and she, and she spelt it out so i know that she was thinking of something else so i need a new name selection okay <laughs> so, yeah that's that's definitely one of those names where at the moment you if you don't say it properly everyone's going to be like what spelling it and i when she spelt it and she was like b-i-l-b-o -L -L, i was like yeah i know what she thought okay i'm not even going to say what she thought but i knew yes yes, yes. Uh -huh, that's totally what she thought it was straight up not yes. even gonna lie so i decided that we're not gonna name this dog bilbo okay okay and so i'm open for suggestions and a tiebreaker between winston and and group or my options or frodo okay so just you know keep it in mind i'm just saying by the end of the show i need someone to break my tie okay uh, what kind of dog is it if you don't mind me asking it is a reamer 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 i don't know it's that kind of dog <laughs> okay <laughs> i like how Fred, i like how you're okay. just so nice okay yeah and, you did not just butcher okay, that name Pull up the picture for you, maybe. <laughs> I know what kind of dog it is. I just can't say it. It's a Reamer Reimer okay. chocolate oh. lab mix. It's a long-haired Reamer Reimer. Picture, picture of the dog. dog. Yes, I will post a picture of the dog, Cliff. Give me a moment. Give me a moment. <laughs> okay, I got to go to it. Hold, hold, please. Hold, please. Hold. I'm just saying, hold on. My Facebook isn't loading. So did you have any of those other cons while she's pulling that up? Yeah, so uh, the LitCon uh, 2022 is actually in Greenville, Texas. That's on March the 19th. It's just a one-day show. And uh, I'm also doing a show at Keller High School in Keller, Texas on March the 26th called the DFW, DFW Pop and Toy Mania. Ooh. And uh, let's take a look and see here. I have Arlington Comic Fest on April 15th and 16th. I do know I do have a show that I'm supposed to be doing later this summer. Uh, there's actually two shows, in fact. There's one I'm trying to look up uh, that I know I've, I've spoken with Randy about before. And there's another show as well that I'm doing in uh, Lubbock, Texas, mm -hmm. uh, West uh, Texas uh, Comic Con, which will be in July. Ooh, we're, nice. Are we, are we talking chaotic freedom celebration there? Randy? Yeah, we're excited to have you. Oh, back. yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I'm definitely book of blues at Fort Bend ISD. I'll be I at don't, that one. I'm gonna miss that one. On hour, gonna be there too. Nice, nice, very nice. Oh. Right, here's my puppy. Here's my puppy. Okay, this is this is what we need names for. Okay, this is what we need names for. 
Something okay, <laughs> something better than than Bilbo. Okay, something better than that. It looks more like a Frodo than a group. <sighs> I'm just gonna throw this out. Winston can do good though. I know, right? Fred, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say Winston's good. Um, this looks like a very wise, very uh, cute little dog. So I was gonna say, why not call him Samwise? Oh, okay, okay. Okay, like L L, what's yours? What's yours? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna definitely go with uh, with, with uh, Bilbo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Call him Golem. Golem. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I have like a Marvel thing going though. Okay, because. My chihuahua that I lost two years ago was Hercules. My current fox terrier chihuahua is Thor because he's all white. My black cat is Mowgli, okay? So it needs to go. So I'm thinking like Asgard, you know, something like that. I got, I like to have that kind of vibe. And then my husband's over here, Bilbo. Oh my God, I'm pretty sure it's because he thought it was dildo like i'm not even you know he thought it would be funny <laughs> i know i know that that's why he totally did it because he's just that kind of evil person that i had to take the dog to the vet and i know that that's what she thought and i was Good mortified up, when she started selling it i was like oh my gosh i do like the samwise though. <laughs> samwise is a good samwise. one it's a that's good one i would go i'm gonna write it down that's a good one i'll lock it lock it uh, so we have the conventions that you're going to, the ones that you've been to, and we have the stuff that you're going to be working on coming up. Is there any words of advice that you'd like to give the people that are watching? Um, for people that want to be comic artists or for people in general that uh, just are fans of comic books? Uh, for people who want to be comic book artists. Um. My expert advice would be to be persistent in what you want to do, um, but also just making sure that you don't get frustrated when things are not going according to plan during the first year that you actually want to be an artist. The reason I say that is because um, I did have a very weak time, uh, a, a weak moment in time in which I felt like I I'm not making money. I'm getting frustrated. I'm not getting conventions. I'm not doing any in-store signings. I don't really have the connections I need to try and uh, make it in this business. And I just got very deeply frustrated and felt like I was a lost soul that just didn't know what the, know what the heck I was doing. And I had to have someone there to actually bring things a little, a little bit more into perspective and saying how that, you know, if you're someone that really loves to draw and if you're someone that really has a passion for drawing, if that's something you want to do, you have to go for it. Uh, but what you also have to do is just understand that, you know, there's times where, you know, you may do well at a con and then other times you may not, mm. but just take it for what it is and just understand that, you know, Hey, if you, if you have fun doing what you're doing, it's going to seem like money is no object or m money is really not the main thing that you should be uh, aspiring for. Is what I'm saying. Basically, enjoy what you're doing. Exactly. Exactly. Persistence up. If you're enjoying it, keep going. Mm -hmm. Well, L, uh, Amy, anything, anything y'all want to close with besides the wheel of selection? 
<laughs> you know, the way that you just worded that, that sounded so dirty, the way that you just said it. Like, I just, you, that sounded so dirty. I just, mm -mm. It was probably the wheel of dirty. selection. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I need someone to say it like Jigsaw, okay? I need someone to say it like that just to even the playing field here, okay? Because it's gone a long way. Well, you guys, we are doing two ticket giveaway to Sherwood Forest. Did I get that right? Guys? So if you want to be entered to win, this is last call. So comment or like on the video so this way I can put your name in the wheel of selection. And we can spin the wheel, okay? So this is last call for that. Last call. I'm oh. I mean, I just, I need someone to say it like Jigsaw. I just don't have that, like, raspy voice so I could do it. Because y'all are just making this too, too dirty. Welcome to the Wheel of Selection. Much better. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay? That was perfect. Uh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Hey, I saw your uh, uh, your little acting uh, vignette with some of your. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, way uh, back in the day. That was very interesting to see you. It you know in a different light, not not an artist, but you know in the movie and stuff. It was mm -hmm. wow, you did, did great. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a huge shocker to everyone, especially for me, because I haven't been in front of a camera or even behind a camera in several years. And just somewhere out of the blue, I was just trying to clean up some stuff on my laptop, and I realized that I still had my original acting demo reel from way back in 2017. Oh, wow. And it's like, wow, oh my gosh, I haven't seen this stuff in forever. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm 100 pounds lighter, and I'm a lot more comfortable in front of the camera at that time. And just uh, just seeing a perspective of me where it's like, okay, yeah, this is not the, the Fred I, I once knew growing up. Uh, that's what, like, what I get a lot from people that have, uh, that have seen that demo reel. Nice. nice. Okay, are we all ready? Are we all ready? All right. We got two. All right. Do you, need, do you need to say it again? I have a third one in there. I have a third one in there. Oh, there's a third one? Yeah, they Who's like the Welcome to the Wheel of Selection. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that was such a perfect intro. Can you just like record that and send it to me so it can be like my uh, my ringtone on my phone? Some people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you. <laughs> that, that one's perfect. That needs to be my ringtone right there. Oh my gosh. Okay, you ready? Oh. Freddie's ready. Yeah. You're not. Oh, okay. It sounded like you said no, Greg. I was kind of concerned there for a moment. <laughs> Woo! Look, and Cliff's the one that wanted them! Yay! Woo! Oh, congratulations, Cliff. I love All right. it. Cliff, send me a message and I will get an email and get you your two tickets. Woo! -hoo! I love it. Very nice. I love it. That makes right. so happy for me. Anyways, continue. Go. Uh, let's see. So who do we have coming up this month still? We have Natalie Jones, actress, director, producer. Oh, my God. It's March. It's only the beginning of March. I'm still on the end of February. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I was like, really not still. What? It's the end of the month. I'm sorry. Now, I'm behind. <laughs> let's see. We have Matt Burns, who does horror. Is it horror state Comic Con? I think it's 
Four State Comic Con and South Carolina Fear Fest, and he's also probably possibly going to talk about a third one that he runs. Okay. And then we have Kildore after that. And then I will give you all a hint for one of our first shows in April. We're going to have an award-winning comic book writer coming on the show that's done stuff for the Green Lantern, the Flash, the Punisher, and stuff like that. So that will be a little bit of a hint for April. Mm, okay. Very nice lineup. we got a lot of, yes. got a lot of great stuff lined up. Thanks to Greg. Thank you, Greg. Yes. Shout out to Greg. <laughs> it, it's it's fun work though. I won't. I don't even want to call it work. It's fun programming. Fun. It's not work. I don't. I don't consider it work. Yeah. What would you call it, Amy? I mean, not work. Programming. It's just your playtime. Playtime, hour playtime, the con hour playtime. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I like it. I've once had it said that if you uh, work a job that you uh, really enjoy, it'll seem like every day is not really, you don't really feel like you're really working because you really enjoy what you're doing. It's true. That is a true, true. I've heard that many times before, yeah. You're right. True statement. Very true. Anyway, I know we will see everybody on Tuesday. I know Amy, me, and CJ. I don't. Elle's probably working on Tuesdays. <laughs> Sorry, Elle. <laughs> What's that? But we will. I said you're you're probably working on Tuesdays, but you'll see uh, me, Amy, and oh, yeah. CJ yeah, those on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. The Tuesdays are tough. I can imagine. I feel you. I feel you. Tuesdays are rough, man. Rough. But, but when I uh, was, when I knew Fred was going to be here, I was like, "Oh, I got to get on that." Nah. <laughs> no way, I'm missing that one. I love it. But yes, we will be here Tuesday at 11 a.m. and we will see y'all then. Until then, Addy.